Good morning. Ephesians 4, 11 to 16. Verse 11 says, He gave the apostles, the prophets, the um, evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. So why does God institute leaders in the church, and what are they supposed to do? This is a question in our DT book. So he equipped members of the church for ministry and built up the body of Christ. And so he gave some apostles. And apostles were called by Christ, like the 12 disciples or um, Apostle Paul, who have seen the risen Christ and therefore had the authority from Christ to establish and govern the whole church. These are the top leads who lead the direction of the church, establish ministries, etc. And prophets were of Old Testament, um, where those there were those who spoke often of the future judgment from God, uh, warning people to hear, repent, and turn from their ways and idols, and exhorting the promise of God to save and rescue his people when they turn around. And evangelists are those who share the gospel, practiced in sharing the gospel, and shepherds were those who cared and tended to the needs of the people, helping them grow, guiding them through life. And teachers, of course, were the ones who taught the word, explaining it so that people could learn and understand the word, to digest it, uh, make it their own, and respond to God through the word. So these are different aspects of leaders, and some leaders have one or more of these qualities, depending on their strength. And if there are such people in the church, the whole church can be equipped and be strengthened. And this is why it's because when we become Christians, we have a mission on earth while we're alive to do God's work of sharing the gospel for salvation of souls and for building up the church. We are not uh, either just to do live our own lives individually, so but we need to learn and teach others to do um, likewise to become a body of Christ to be equipped to do all this good work. Now verse 13, so what is it that God calls us to do? To grow to maturity versus remaining like children tossed about. So maturity is pictured as being anchored, steadfast, not being swayed around by every little thing. So being childish um, is described as not knowing true doctrine, but getting swayed by flabby logic, can't tell what is correct or not regarding what the Bible says, just very impressionable, um, giving every opinion equal importance, right? Or swayed by human cunning, deceitful schemes, such as the way of children. You know, I'm watching um, a group of three-year-old boys in the morning um, daily, and it's pretty easy to sway them. They're young, easily impressionable. I can pretty much tell them anything and they would believe or change sides at any time. Um, but that's not how they're to remain eventually. They, you know, they, they, they ought to mature and become men who can tell what is false and nonsense. And that's called maturity. That's called growing up. So likewise, as Christians, we need to grow into maturity from our childish ways. And in order to do that, we got to learn from the leaders, from the apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. Um, and how do we also learn? By verse 15, speaking the truth in love. That's the way to grow up into maturity. I really like Tim Keller's quote in our DT book. It says, he said, um, love without truth is sentimentality. It supports and affirms us, but keeps us in denial about our flaws. Truth without love is hardness. It gives us information, but in such a way that we cannot really hear it. Wow, that's so accurate. So we need to learn to do this. 
speak truth and love and receive truth and love because today's pc culture is such that um it, it that um it makes anything negative um sound really awful and equate love with niceness compliments and positive things only and equates negative feedback as mean and unloving and unkind so people often avoid truth because it's uncomfortable i know that in the workplace there's certain coworkers that nobody liked i remember but no one would tell the truth about truth to them to their face because of course i guess in part they wouldn't receive it well and then what would happen is those coworkers would eventually just keep moving on and uh we just be relieved they're gone uh but i just always felt sad that you know they never got to learn what their faults were and how to change but we christians are different we are not an institution or an individual on our own but belonging and attached to a head jesus christ he is our lord our head and we are his body to do as he wills to move and be one with him and jesus himself testified to the truth and love so we too must dwell in the truth of who we are in our flaws who he is in his forgiveness and redemption in order to be connected to him and to the rest of the church you know going back to workplace uh, you know we are different we have people who are committed to speak truth and love with one another uh to really give true love that is what real love is you know it's not love to just overlook faults and just let them go their way you know it is love to give truth um to to really um help understand help help one another work through our flaws and help help one another um receive, learn to become people of truth that value it and teach that to one another because ultimate goal is to build up the church in love love that is mature committed and faithful through suffering and shame as we've seen in apostle paul's life and to this end that's what we strive <music>